Boy, I can't think of a better song to go into our next conversation, frankly. Shechazarta Binishmasi. We thank the one above every day for just waking up and having our neshama return to ourselves, to our bodies. And um, there are people out there in desperate need of... Uh, desperate need of uh, medical solutions uh, that uh, must have an even greater appreciation for the one above when those solutions are found. With that in mind, uh, we're going to be speaking with right, Josh Sturm of Renewal in just a moment. I just want to mention that uh, you know whenever we do anything involving our Elul Chesed campaign, which of course usually comes about uh, from suggestions from our audience as we continue to feature different uh, chesed campaigns, uh, especially the ones that are, you know, geared toward Yontif, helping people, you know, make um, Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot and Elul and helping people make Pesach and Nisan. Um, and our chesed campaign is dedicated to the memory of Yanki Meyer, who no doubt has helped so many people uh, over his lifetime. He helped so many, so many people. And... Um, and whenever someone comes on the air and we discuss a chesed campaign, I always say, you never know what's going to happen because I've seen it all. I've seen people get no donors um, from a campaign from this audience. I've seen people get, you know, hundreds of donors from campaigns from this audience. You just never know. And that's the reality. That's the truth. So, you know, it's worth a shot to get on and discuss the campaign and discuss the um, cause. And hopefully people out there will respond. I, I think Rabbi Sturm... And I can agree that if we do get one donor, one, <laughs> from this conversation, it's a major, major victory. Because we're not just talking about donating money. We're not just talking about supporting a cause, and renewal is a cause worth supporting. Uh, we're actually talking about kidney donation this morning. And there's a reason why we've invited Rabbi Josh Sturm on the air specifically this morning here at JM in the AM, the director of outreach for Renewal, where you can find who you could find at renewal.org, is Rabbi Josh Sturm. Rabbi Sturm, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Malcolm. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to be here. And as you uh, you started out mentioning, it is such a special, momentous occasion today uh, for Renewal, but really for Claudius Earl, because today we are celebrating transplant number 1000 and it is such a milestone that we've been in existence now for a little over 16 years and to think that what started with just one transplant is now reaching we actually have three transplants uh, going on right now i'm actually calling in from one of the hospitals uh, as the transplants are taking place and to be at this occasion it is such a that we have reached uh, a level Kalyasol just continues to give. Um, the the danger of 1,000 is that it it uh, takes away such a big number. It takes away from the individual. And as you mentioned, even one donor, every single donor is so unique and so special. And that's not lost on us. It's a thousand stories, a thousand families. It's really 2,000 because it's the donor and the recipient's families that are so touched. Um, and just to, to experience it, it is uh, to see Claudius in action 
Chesed is our middle name and such a beautiful occasion. Yeah, as somebody who takes pride in having in having a Chesed campaign, as I said, usually my Chesed campaigns, 99% of them focus on the money, on donations, what we can do to help people. Uh, th- this is remarkable that people would actually give a kidney. Sometimes we say that as an exaggeration, as an expression, but literally people are giving a kidney of their own in order to help save the life and of- just just to give a uh, a little snapshot of what we get to experience um the three transplants today one of the donors is a satmer chassid from monroe another donor is from is a, a rebbe in Phoenix, and the third donor is a gentleman from the five towns um it's really it covers the uh a cross section of what klaisel was all about now, Rabbi Sturm, as uh, as I know, because I'm familiar with the world of sports, when it comes to records, when it comes to milestones, when things happen very close to each other, often there's a controversy as to who actually hit that momentous <laughs> home run first, who actually got the basket before the other one did. I remember as a kid, the millionth run in baseball history was a big deal because one could be scored seconds before another in different cities. I mean, now that we're at 1,000, do we know who today gets credit for the 1,000? Are, are we spreading the wealth? How are we handling this? <laughs> it's a great question, a great point. Um, we are we are celebrating 1,000 all around, but technically the one that got in under the wire um, is uh, the transplant that we are at uh, Hackensack. Uh, in northern Jersey. So that is the one that got into the operating first. Oh, I, I know the best example is at midnight on New Year's Eve, which baby's born first, right? So one <laughs> second, just out, just out of curiosity, I don't, I don't know if you can give us the specific names of the hospitals. Maybe you can, but I'm just curious. So one's in Hackensack. Where are the other two taking place today? Sure. So one is in Hackensack, one is in North Shore, and the other one is in NYU. Oh, wow. And we have uh, members of our team spread out at every location to give them the VIP treatment that these donors so richly deserve. And for those not familiar from around the world, those are, in all seriousness, are the three hospitals that are very key to our communities. A lot of people in our communities, for many purposes, are using those three institutions. Absolutely. So they're very close with our communities. Rabbi Josh Sturm is with us, Director of Outreach at Renewal. It's very simple. We Well, there are two reasons we invited him on. When we when we were first alerted to the fact that today is, is transplant number 1,000, we wanted to celebrate with Renewal and, and just laud their accomplishments and encourage people to give and keep the organization going. So that's number one. And secondly, we get an opportunity now because it's Elul to actually make it part of our Elul Chesed campaign. And Rabbi Sturm, that means you have to explain now to the audience and tell us exactly what age, from what age to what age, etc., someone out there can consider giving a kidney. Because I think, and I hope I'm right saying this, I think people don't realize that there's more of a chance for them being a match than they think. Most people think like other areas of life when it comes to to blood and different things, they they always think there's a minimal chance to be a match. Uh, when, When an average person is screened, there's a good shot at it, right? Yeah, it's a great point. It's very different than what most people are familiar with, which is bone marrow donation. Bone marrow, the registries uh, want everybody to get tested, and for good reason, because the chances of matching are very, very slim. Well, when it comes to kidney donation, the chances of matching actually are much higher. Not that everybody is going to necessarily be a match, but it's not that difficult uh, to be a match. It's far more difficult for us to find the person who's willing 
to do this amazing, amazing deed. And uh, as you were saying, something that people don't realize is that in terms of criteria, sometimes people think that you got to be Superman to be able to donate a, a kidney. Now, we like to think that everybody who donates a kidney has got a big uh, S across their chest also, um, but uh, they, they are superheroes. But they're regular, ordinary people doing something extraordinary. Um, in terms of, of age, the oldest kidney donor we ever had donate was a, uh, a lady who donated at the tender young age of 77. Wow. Uh, she donated about seven years ago, and thank God, Baruch Hashem, she's doing well. Um, she actually, in my humble opinion, has an even greater distinction than being a kidney donor. She actually is a child survivor. Um, wow. which is incredible to think somebody who has seen, wow. seen it all and experienced the, the, the worst of humanity uh, can now be uh, doing something so amazing and so heroic, and she is a hero on so many levels. But what, is, what does the recipient think that God arranged to make sure that she survives the war in order to make it another 70 years to this side of the world to save that kidney recipient? Pretty amazing. I'll tell you another quick story. Um, we have a, there was a lady uh, just giving the, the basic details and anybody wants more details, I'm more than happy to, to share one-on-one. But there was a lady who went through the war. Her name was Lola. And Lola was a uh, very artistic at a, at a young age. And she was responsible in the Bachmia ghetto for forging many, many documents um, and uh, using her artistic crea- creativity, she was able to forge many documents and save a tremendous amount of people. One of the families that she was instrumental in saving uh, was the future uh, Bub of a Rebbe. Huh. Um, well, wouldn't you know it, about 80 years later, this Lola, her daughter-in-law, needed a kidney and was a very, very specific match, a very difficult match. And guess who was the potential, the donor that was the perfect match? None other than the great-grandson of the Bubba Varebi. We never know where things, because uh, Baruch works in, in beautiful and wondrous ways. And sometimes the, the payment comes many years later. Yeah, you could say that again. Everybody, Josh Sturm is with us. Today, Renewal celebrates the 1,000th kidney donation. By the way, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm interested always in, you know, people know I like the trivial stuff, and I don't even know if any of the, what I'm about to say is true, but the impression is uh, that women take care of themselves better than men, and, uh, you know, and again, I'm just giving a general impression. I'm not saying medically this is accurate, but I'm curious. Can you tell us what percentage of the 1,000 recipients are men and what percentage of the 1,000 recipients are women? Is that something you'd know offhand? Sure. So the when it comes to kidney disease in general, it seems to affect men at a much, much greater rate than it affects women. Mm-hmm. Exactly why that, uh, I'm not so familiar with the, uh, the right. science but behind my, it. But my impression but it is, is right, right. It is roughly three to one oh, wow. um, of the, the ratio. So there now, can, on the donor side, it's different. On the, the, on the kidney donor side, we actually have, it's about 60% men to women. And that's really for one very simple reason, which is that we, we discourage um, young ladies from donating. Ladies that are in the beginning of their childbearing years, right. we discourage them from donating at that point. And so in their, in their earlier years, the men definitely outnumber the ladies. Um, but once they get past that at that stage of life, uh, the numbers very much even out. Wow, very, very interesting. A lot of great heroes in our community. 
of all backgrounds and of all types. Uh, Renewal.org, by the way, for information, we do encourage, even though this conversation is more about kidney donation, we do encourage people to support the organization and to continue their amazing work, renewal.org. And by the way, uh, if you want to bring renewal to your community specifically to address the topic of kidney donation, maybe there are people in your synagogue who actually want to pursue being a kidney donor, but they need a little bit of a face-to-face interaction with Rabbi Sturm and his staff. Uh, They'll do that. They'll come to your synagogue, make a pitch, and I bet you there'll be people who are designated as matchers um, at some point uh, in the in the subsequent weeks, if you do that, I've actually seen that happen many, many times. By the way, we got some heroes in our audience, Rabbi Sturm. Uh, this uh, a commenter on the app says that her husband was number 942. So, uh, well, I'm assuming it's a donor. Maybe it's actually a recipient. But either way, we have somebody in this audience who is very closely associated with one of your heroic acts. Our donors are rightfully very proud, and we actually spent uh, a lot of time in the last week figuring out all the exact numbers of each donor and giving them their numbers so that they can proudly display it today. And if anybody wants an inside look of what's going on today, we actually are working together with um, two uh, Instagram influencers, Yafa Palti and Abby Wolin, who are kind of uh, documenting as we go from transplant to transplant for an inside kind of look. And they, they can document all they want. Do they have specific guidelines? How does that work? Yeah, so we have to work it out with the hospitals to get permission. And each hospital has different sets of requirements of what they're allowed to, uh, to film and what they're allowed to, where they're allowed to be exactly. But we work very much. We, we have very good relationships, especially with these three hospitals. And so we've worked together. They have made their surgeons available to be interviewed. Um, and uh, really giving a kind of behind-the-scenes look at, uh, at how this, uh, the day unfolds and how everything works out. And by the way, we should mention, because people always wonder about priorities and you know, how this works, that, that you know, people, so many people in this country are waiting for kidneys, yet people from our community, you know, it seems within weeks, uh, very often can get one if there's a match found. And the answer is, and this is totally on the up and up, totally legal, and you're within the framework of, of how it works in this country, one is allowed to designate a kidney of their own to a specific person, right? It really comes down to just that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, In fact, I'll tell you the most requested demographic that anybody wants to donate to is uh, a child. Unfortunately, we do have children on our list and it's heartbreaking uh, to watch. Um, And so we have people who call us and they say, listen, I'm not ready to donate to any, just anybody but I would donate to a child or I would donate if you have somebody who lives in my community or something like that. We of course won't give away any identifying information about the recipient, but in terms of demographics, a person can absolutely request our philosophy is if you have the ability to write out a check for a million dollars, you can pick which organization to give it to, (laughs) or your kidney is worth a lot more than a million dollars. And and you have a right to, to decide. And again, we won't give identifying information, but within demographics, for sure, a person can make requests. Oh, you don't know how much I love that analogy. Of course, the kidney's worth more than a million dollars, and the donor can certainly designate it for whomever they choose to. Rabbi Josh Sturm is with us, Director of Outreach at Renewal. Today's a big day. They're celebrating transplant number 1,000. By the way, I mean, I, every single one of these successes, I'm sure, gives you tremendous joy. But I, I assume you've seen um, uh, great results from the donations to children, right? I mean, you've seen them go ahead and, and lead normal teen and adult lives. So we did a transplant 
pulled back for a 13-year-old boy, and uh, I was actually recently speaking with his mother. The boy is now learning Shanabet in Eretz Yisrael. Um, he is doing phenomenally well, and she she was in tears because she said this was she couldn't even dream of such a thing uh, when before he got his transplant. And Baruch Hashem, he's living a, a healthy life. He's learning. He's making friends. He's uh, living his life. And that's all a mother or father could really ask for. That's the bottom line. Pretty amazing. Just incredible, I'll tell you. Um, oh, and by the way, we should also mention that if someone is contacted after they've, they've been screened, and the screenings are really easy, right? That's one of the easiest parts of this whole process is getting screened, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a relatively easy screening. It's uh, just a, a swab of the cheek. Right. So that's really easy. Once they're contacted and they're told, hey, you could be a match or somebody, how many weeks do they have to set aside? They, they, they need to, to make sure to be available for about how long of a period from the beginning of the process until they're able to get back to work. So that's the beauty of it. It really goes based on the donor schedule. So the donor dictates the, the timeline and what's going to be available for them. Typically, the testing will take place a couple weeks after that initial phone call. And then the transplant is usually scheduled um, about two months after beyond that. So the whole process is usually two to three months. Um, but it could be scheduled around the donor schedule. So, for example, the beginning of July happens to be a very busy time for us. We have a lot of teachers that want to right. donate at the beginning of July. It gives them ample opportunity to recover. Right. So it's really based on the donor's availability and scheduling. Didn't you once send a, a mother away for Pesach or something in order to get the kidney donation done before Yuntif? Uh, so yeah, that was a, a challenging one. Uh, <laughs> but we had a, a recipient that was facing dialysis imminently. And dialysis is not great. If, uh, if they have a kidney available, it's much better to get the kidney before they start dialysis. The problem was is that this was um, a couple weeks before Pesach. And the, the mother who was going to donate, she said, look, I'd love to do it, but I can't make Pesach <laughs> if I do it this way. That required a, a significant board approval to, uh, to be able to, to make that happen. But in the end, it was worth it to save this person's life and save them from dialysis. Um, was worth uh, every penny, yeah. and they didn't. The, the donor, to their credit, did not take uh, advantage of it. <laughs> no, that I'm sure. I also, I also don't want to give the impression that there's free Pesach programs with donations. <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was a, I thought it was a great story that you, you and your board are willing to do anything to get it done ASAP, especially as you said, uh, with dialysis looming, uh, you're ready to you know jump into action and do whatever is necessary in order to get it done, which is just amazing. Look, everybody, it's very simple. Uh, Renewal has a big mazel tov today. That's the bottom line. Who's the founder of Renewal? Who's the person who started this whole thing? Mendy Reiner. He is the man who had this vision that nobody wanted to, nobody thought he could bring to fruition. They said, people donating kidneys, it's a crazy idea, never going to happen. And he pushed forward. And and his goal was to do one transplant that first year. And uh, look at where we are here, Baruch Hashem, 16 years later celebrating transplants number 1,000, 1,001, and 1,002, all in one day. Pretty amazing. I want you to wish the Reiner family a very 
very special mazel tov from all of us today we celebrate 1,000 donations as you hear folks it's actually more already as everybody storm just pointed out of uh, of renewal kidney donations to members of our community and it works out perfectly for our talk about timing it works out perfectly for our elo chesed campaign go to nachomsegel.com slash chesed later today we'll have the renewal donate link there and we'll have the actual renewal donate link there meaning where you can get information about donating a kidney and getting screened in order to get the process started asap and maybe one day you could be a hero in our community the way the people today these three people uh today are heroes in hackensack in manhattan and on long island pretty amazing rabbi josh sturm anything else you'd like to add sir Thank you so much. I really just want to say a kol hakavod to the thousand donors. Um, they are the ones who are the heroes and the really special individuals who have done something incredible and continue to inspire Kal Yisrael. Yeah, amen to that. They're certainly an unbelievable example. I'm going to take this opportunity to wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And by Sturm, if anybody comes forward and ends up becoming a donor because of our Elul Chesed campaign, please let us know as soon as possible. Sounds great. And a good bench to you and all the listeners. Thank you so much. Rabbi Josh Sturm, Director of Outreach at Renewal. Mazal tov to Renewal. Today it's 1,000 plus in terms of kidney donations and lives saved to this point. Pretty amazing. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Later today, we will have the link added for donations to Renewal, and we'll have the ad, the link added where you can get information about becoming a kidney donor. More coming up. It's Monday at JM in the AM.